Hey, well, God bless once again, and thank you for tuning in again to this New Life broadcast. Uh, we want to appreciate everybody that's been tuning in. Thanks for all your uh, response. Uh, some of you have commented. Some of you have uh, let us know personally that it's been a blessing to you. Uh, those of you that are watching in the Lubbock area, if you need a home church, you'd like to come and visit, hey, man, we'd love to have you on a Wednesday night at 7 or uh, a Sunday morning. Uh, Pastor Kerry, we are Ministerios Nueva Vida. But uh, we have two services, one in English and one in Spanish. Yes, Actually, it's in Spanish first at 10 a.m. and then in English at 1130. Yes, sir. And then on special services, we combine the two and man, just have a big worship service bilingual. It's been awesome. It's been fun. And uh, I've been here 29 years, going on 30 now. Uh, you've been how long here? Since I was 15. Since man. you were 15. <laughs> so 24. Wow, 24 wow. years. So uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, and we have a lot of fun. So if you're in the Lubbock area, we'd love to have you. Those of you that are outside the Lubbock area just listening to the podcast or watching it, uh, we want to thank you and uh, just ask you to keep tuning in. And if you're ever in the Lubbock area visiting, come by and visit us and uh, say hello. We'd love to, to say hello to you. Uh, but, uh, Pastor Kerry, let us know where, where all they can watch this or see this and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to watch it visually on video, you can catch it on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Minnesota Vida. Or on our YouTube channel, MNV Lubbock. Those will premiere every Thursday at 7 p.m. Now, if you want to watch, listen to it audio, uh, audio, audio-wise, uh, the two platforms that I recommend are Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And all you have to do is search New Life Podcasts, and you'll find them on there. Um, or the links will be on our Facebook page, which is Ministerios Nueva Vida. And the audios are uploaded. Adam, usually, who's our video engineer, usually uploads those on Wednesday. So if you want to get it ahead of schedule, you can catch the audio sometime on Wednesday. So awesome. that's where you can catch the podcast. <clears throat> Praise God. Well, we've been talking about faith. And last program, we uh, did a part one with uh, Pastor Coach Carter, who is here with us uh, again. Yes, sir. And uh, we're doing this uh, second part. And uh, it's been a blessing. Uh, we found out we had some connections uh, through uh, our senior pastors and things like that. So uh, doing the bilingual thing, I'm pretty sure Pastor Roy throws in some Spanish here oh, and yes. there at you guys. Oh, yes. And I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he goes out to Guatemala. And where else does he go? Honduras. Honduras. Uh, Guatemala. He's been doing Hades. that for years. Yeah. Years. And he'll... Just- He'll come back and man, he'll start uh, playing around with us in Spanish and all kinds of stuff. So, so he, uh, I'm sure he's heard some bilingual stuff before. But <laughs> it's been a blessing to have you. Uh, last yeah, program, man. thanks for being again and doing a second part with us. And uh, I'm sure in the future we'll do some stuff together as awesome. well, especially with uh, with the kids. Man, yeah, it'd be great. But we've been talking about just some obstacles that we've seen as a church and as a community with the kids, some of the things that have been going on at home and, and some problem areas and things like that. But let's talk about, uh, you know, you talked about it's time that we don't just kind of retreat or sit back and just say, wow, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Look what's happening or whatever. But we actually need to storm the gates, right. okay? So uh, we talked about how to get creative ideas and how we can't reach the youth today with things that reached were able to reach us back in the day. Absolutely. You know? Uh, uh, Pastor Kerry knows that back in the day, I was I was a rap. That's right. I was man. A, I was going to be a rap artist. That's right, man. And uh, but my daughter let me know, Dad, they don't rap like that no more. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I was more like the LL Cool J type. Hey, I tell my daughter, man. Hey, hey man, I tell my daughter, at least you could understand what we were saying. Yeah. And yeah. and not only that, but we would rhyme. 
You yeah, know? that was the thing. Yeah. You know, now it just you just say stuff, man. But either, <laughs> anyway, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not being the dad and being on the dadism talking about that racket's not music. But anyway, here's the thing: you can't reach him the way uh, we were able to be uh, reached back in the day. So we got to get creative ideas. We got to storm the gates. But there's also sometimes, man, we we get tired. There's some opposition that comes. Pastor Kerry, you you talk to youth pastors all the time. And they can get discouraged. Uh, Coach Carter, you, you, you talk to people that maybe uh, finally decide, you know, man, this thing about using my platform to, to minister to kids, whatever, it's just it's, it's tough, it's discouraging, whatever. Uh, let's talk about and let's just bring up the issues on how to storm the gates and how to overcome uh, being discouraged. Because I only lasted in youth ministry for about five years and I was out, man. Right. But of course, God had other callings in my right, life. Absolutely. But it only took my wife one lock in to be done, done with she youth ministry. All right. That. She told me after that, you can be in youth ministry, but count me out. After this lock in, I'm done. Yeah. All right. And we were like 21 years old, yeah. man. So anyway, let's talk about those things, man. Yeah. So for first of all, let's address this. You know, you said, um, you know, we can't you, you said it first and then you repeated it. Uh, we can't reach today's teenagers with things that maybe reached the teenager in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, right? Mm -hmm. And here's the reason why. Culture changes. Mm -hmm. Culture changes, fashion changes, music changes, TV changes. I mean, everything changes in this world, mm -hmm. okay? And so it's important that we learn to um, not become, well, how did Ed say it? He said, don't become a monument in ministry to where people just kind of say, you know, that's what they've always done instead of being a movement. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, for example, during the pandemic, you know, my wife and me, we talk about this all the time. I always bring it up and she's like, you sure do talk about that, that 2020 year a lot. And I told her, I said, it was one of my favorite years of ministry, if I can be honest with you. As crazy as it sounds. I know we've talked about yeah, it because I know absolutely. you had we had a blast absolutely in, in the midst of a pandemic. Don't get me wrong; I know there was some serious stuff that happened. Mm -hmm. We lost members here in our family, right? Um, but as far as ministry was, it was one of my favorite years because it stretched me creatively in a way that I mm -hmm. in, in many many ways. Mm -hmm. So, for example, and this isn't a, 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 in a sense to to discredit any youth pastors out there who didn't know what to do. Right. Mm -hmm. If anything, let us learn from from our mistakes and, and how we can be better. Yes. So, for example, during the pandemic, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of youth pastors that I personally know. They just kind of kind of like did what they could, in a sense, did one like recording and just kind of like moved on. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But, mm -hmm. man, our kids were so used to seeing us weekly. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Getting the word weekly. Right. And it, and it was like, man. We kind of like let this whole thing have us just sit at home and not 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 uh, go forth and storm the gates, right? I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I loved it. I loved it because we were meeting online three times a week. Yeah, wow. And not not just like pre-recorded, broadcasted, yeah. and hoping the kids were watching, right? Yeah. Like we were doing the Zoom thing straight out the gate. Mm. Like the minute we found out we weren't gonna be meeting in person, I was like, we're doing Zoom. Because I wanted to be able to see the kids. Yeah. I wanted to be able to talk back and forth with them and interact yeah, with them. Absolutely. Youth pastors, that is so important. Yeah. Like you said, hug, yeah. talking to them, right? But we were meeting three times a week. We had youth, we had book club, and mm. we had his prayer. That's wow. awesome. Adam's wow. girls were at every single one of them. 
They had perfect awesome. attendance the whole time. Wow. Like, seriously, right? But on top of that, we, um, we just didn't settle for that. We were supposed to do a retreat in 2020, remember? Mm-hmm. We are going to have a retreat. We couldn't do it because of the pandemic. We mm-hmm. weren't sure about things. But I was like, man, God, I know this is a God idea, right? So I'm, we're still going to do it. We're going to figure out how to do it online. So we did our three-day retreat online on Zoom. Really? Mm-hmm. And what we did is we got our team. We had, like, these little care packages that had, like, the uh, the bingo card on the inside. Because one night we had, a pop, we had a movie night, so we had popcorn in there. Mm-hmm. Another night we were going to have a bingo night, so we put a bingo card in there. Mm-hmm. And then another night we were having, like, a reunion slash worship night. Mm-hmm. And so we went and dropped off all these care packages at all the kids' house. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? What? I mean... That's creative. Would, that, that's, that's very That's creative. getting that's out of, you know, well, we just got to pre-record. Again, if that's what you were doing, I, I understand completely. But I didn't want it to just be that. I want mm. to still have that. I want 10 years from now the kids to look back and say, man, I'm glad. Because during the pandemic, we still had youth ministry. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the other things that we did was like, we invited guest speakers online. Mm-hmm. Like okay. I had my friends from Mexico That's zooming cool. in, yeah. Yeah. and they that were they, cool. that spoke English, and they were talking to the kids, ministering to the kids. <laughs> I had we had pizza delivered to their houses. Oh man! Yeah, we we mm. had pizza delivered to their houses um, during the pandemic, wow. and so my thing is this: we we live and serve a God of creativity. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. It's there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. That's right. And so one of the things that I always like to encourage youth pastors and youth leaders and just men who work with teenagers and just the ministry in general, don't box God into what you've always done. That's right. There it That's is. Right? Don't That's box right. him in. You know, I mean, if anything, I like to say, get rid of the box, right? Yeah. <laughs> get rid of the box. Yeah. And if I can be honest, sometimes like, look, let's throw some of those things that we used to do in there and get rid of the box all in the general. There you go. But, you know, I truly believe that creativity is, is something that that was given to us from the very beginning because that's who God is. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, God created. He's a creative God. Boom, you that's know? right. And so, yeah, I truly believe that there's, we shouldn't box God in, mm. you know, um, because like, like we've been saying, these kids, they're looking for something, right, authentic and real. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe mm-hmm. that God can give us that creativity mm-hmm. yes, to can. reach them. And you know, we're talking about teams, but I believe that's just with families, that's right. children. Everything. All across the board. That's right. I agree. Coach, you know, you can agree that if we don't reach them, somebody else is going to reach them. Somebody else will. That's good. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you said it all right there. God is a God of creativity. Mm-hmm. And we have that same uh, thing in, inside yes, of sir. us. Yep. He said we, we got to speak those things that be not as though yes, they sir. were. We can speak them into existence. Mm. But we got to put forth the... The work. Yeah. There you go. There you to go. get it done. Faith yeah. of that works is dead. It's dead. That's major key right there, man, mm-hmm. when you just said the work behind it. You got to put forth the work. And, and you know, like, time after time, we can say that, well, the kingdom of God suffers violence. That's right. And the violence. Take, take, it, take by it, force. it by force. Yes, sir. We have to be radical in this season. Right. That's right. And what we're doing, the, the effort that we make, the plan that we make, we got to be radical with it. Got to be radical, Like you man. said, storming the gates of way. hell, yeah. we got to be radical yeah. to snatch these souls back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got to come up with ideas. We got to come up with creativity, uh, with creative ideas. And, I mean, just like a uh, couple of weeks ago, uh, one of the churches on the east side, I went there to a men's conference, and I was walking across the parking lot, 
and all of, I saw a three-on-three tournament in the parking right. lot. Hmm. And I heard Super Saturday. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I shared it with him. He said, well, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Hey, they got excited. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. We never thought mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. Super Saturday, we can give out back-to-school stuff, and we can get these kids up here and let them have a three-on-three tournament and mm-hmm. fire up the grill and bounce houses and all this. Mm-hmm. Draw these kids here and give them a word. There you go. Encourage them. Mm-hmm. Get them to look forward to going back to school. That's right. Get them to look forward to doing, you know, to doing the right thing. Yes, sir. You know, not missing school, being in class, you know, learning. We got to get them encouraged into doing that. And like I said, I was walking across the parking lot and I saw three-on-three tournament and I heard Super Saturday. And I shared it and that, so we were making plans to do that. Wow. Um, we got to come up with something. Yeah. We got to come up with something. You should have shared all that <laughs> that you did with all the other churches, man, at yeah. that time during the pandemic because those were some great ideas. Yeah, man, thank exactly. you, man. And, you and know, that gets the kids, man, I, I think I need to be a part of this because yeah, yeah. they're doing something. Yeah. And, and like I said, in a state of pandemic, you know, where kids were stuck at home in a sense, it gave them something to look forward to. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, I really one of my goals in the beginning was, you know, um, I really wanted our kids 10, 15 years from now, when they look back on this time period, in yeah. 2020, um, they can say, man, we didn't skip a beat. Yeah. yeah. We were we were still having youth all the time. Like mm-hmm. we were doing it. Like it was it was cool. But I truly believe, like you know, one of the questions I get a lot, guys, is how do you come up with creative ideas, right? How how do we get to how Carrie? How did you come up with the idea to have pizza delivered yeah. to kids, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. what, what were you? How did that, if I can be honest with you, a lot of it is really honestly, and I'm not I'm not trying to sound like super spiritual, but I truly believe that that daily intimate time with God is so That's important. It. That's it. Mm-hmm. Because he is the creator, right? And That's so he, he gives out the ideas, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I truly believe that if you want creative ideas, like trend-setting creative ideas, stuff that people aren't doing that can draw kids in, yeah. right? I truly believe that intimate time with the Lord daily is so key. So, so key. And I'll be honest with you because, like, a lot of those things that happened during that time, just, you know, daily word and throughout the days, I was like, hey, man, this would be cool, like, if we did this. And I knew that was an idea from the Mm -hmm. Lord. Amen. I knew it was, right? And so I truly believe spending time in God's word is major key. It's major. Spending spending time in prayer, asking. A lot of times we ask not. We have not because we ask now, right? <laughs> and so if you want creative ideas, ask the Lord. But here's the thing that's so important, too. What is your heart's motive behind it? Mm. Yeah, that's right. Are you just wanting it, the creative ideas, so you can, in a sense, the glory be about you? See? Yeah. And you can put on display, like, on, on social media, like, look what we did, yeah. all this other stuff, yeah. right? Or is, the, or is the yeah. glory really about, hey, you know what? We had this idea and it worked out and at the end of it all we're gonna give god glory for it that's right what's your heart's motive behind it because mm, if right. it's about like you know we're just trying to make a name for ourselves yeah that ain't gonna that ain't it that's not that's not the way you know i think i truly believe it's so important that the heart's motive behind it is major major key as well absolutely Amen. it is and i think 2020 taught us that it taught us uh about uh what was in our our heart what what motive it was because it caused us to step out of our comfort zones uh-huh. i mean we didn't skip a beat as far as the church either you know pastor said hey man 
let's get online. We had two, the first two services here, and we got online, and we did this, and that, whatever. And then we said, well, let's, let's get aggressive, and let's take church outside, you know. And I felt we were going back out like when we go to the mission field, yeah. man. Yeah. And we had like a, like a theater style, outdoor theater style. Yeah. We, we, we saw neighbors that we could, because I got on the, on, the, on the roof here to take pictures of what was going on. And I could see neighbors kind of cracking their doors open and standing by the door Absolutely. listening to us. And so we were able to reach out to the community because we were forced to move outdoors. And people loved it. Our, our, our people got to where instead of saying, amen, outside, praise God. They were honking horns whenever they heard something good. So it, it, it was crazy. But it was a lot of fun. Our praise team was on board. Yeah. You know, we let our pastors and our, and our praise team said, look, we know if you want to stay home, if, if you don't want to come out, if you don't take that, we totally, totally understand. Nobody has to do anything. Right. Man, I'm telling you what, um, Adam and the video personnel, yeah. the praise team, the pastors, we all said, no, nah, we're, we're, we're in this. And uh, praise God, we became creative and we got aggressive at going at this, yeah, you know. Um, in your platform, how important is it, you know, you could say, because I'll tell you what happened to us as pastors. We kind of got comfortable because we kind of mastered doing church. People came, people, you know, all this. So we kind of mastered. We already yeah. knew how to, when 2020 came, we're like, how do, do we do? How do we do this? <laughs> so it caused us to, to get creative. It caused us to see what was in our heart. And it caused us also to, like he said, get into the word and say god i need you because i don't know how to do this maybe somebody on your platform you know I mean, you've been doing this for 40 years and we we i've done also a block party community uh, block party yeah. in the parking lot yeah mm. you know and we set up this big stage and we have all these different groups come up and mm -hmm. they're jamming and performing and, and 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 doing worship and then we got food everywhere and we just fighting the whole community mm. come on come on reaching out to them, knocking on doors. Come on, man, we're inviting you to this, you know? Mm -hmm. And, man, we filled that parking lot up. Mm -hmm. And people had a good time. Right. And they got to know each other yeah. and love on each other. See, the thing about it, when we grew up, it what they, what is the old saying? It takes a village to raise a child. Mm -hmm. When we grew up, everybody in the neighborhood know you. Yeah, I know your mom. I know your daddy. Boy, <laughs> yeah. you better not mess up. That's right. We need to get back to that. That's right. That's good, man. We That's need right. to get back That's to good. that. That's right. And that, and that's that's called love and drawing everybody in mm -hmm. on it. It's going to take more than just us to do this. That's right. It's got to be a, a a combined effort of everybody in the community. Mm -hmm. And right. so, you know, it's it's just one of those things where we got to look forward to loving on these kids. Mm -hmm. We got to look forward to it. So, we got to put our best foot forward and the best effort we have. That's right. To achieve this. That's right. Because unfortunately, the ones that do fall through the cracks sometimes end up at a place that you go visit sometimes. Absolutely. And that's our prison system. I mean, how many good – you go to the prisons and you preach. How many good kids shouldn't be in there and are in there? I mean, t tell us some stories. I mean, what's going on in there? I mean, even on Saturday. On Saturday, I went to Plain, uh, Plainview, uh, Farm B unit. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know the names sure, of these places. Sure, sure. I'm not from here, but I went there and uh, 150 men came to the service. Wow! And they were fired up hmm. for God. After the service was over with, they lined up for me to pray to pray over them and minister hmm. to them. This one young man, since you said that, I remember, he came up to me and he said he felt like killing himself. He was a young guy, young hmm. kid, 
I knew he was afraid of being in there. Yeah, yeah. And he said, you know, I, I just feel like I want to kill myself, and and you know, I don't know, you know, what to do, and and I, I don't think I can stay in here. I don't think I can make it. Mm. And I ended up ministering to this young man, and he just laid his head on my shoulder and just crying and weeping. Mm. And I just told him what God told me to tell him, uh. and encouraged him, mm. and he kind of built himself back up, you know, that's right. and, you know, he was ready to go, you know, and that's what we need to do. But kids like that, I've seen many kids that should be in there. They may have made a mistake, but that's not the place for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's not the place for them. But justice, the law, said, sure. yeah, it is. Yeah. But me as a Christian, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not. It's only going to make him worse, mm. not better. And so, you know, that's, that's what these kids got to look forward to that fall through the cracks. Mm. And that's not a good thing. No. And we need to make sure they understand that. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, you, if you're not chasing after Jesus, you're chasing after something else. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, you, and, what, and when you grab that something else, it's not going to be pretty. That's right. You know, the enemy here to take you out. Mm -hmm. So we got to make sure they understand that. But I'm here to love you in. That's right. And you I think know, that's that, that's that's the key right there, love. I think we're going to have to start loving we our communities them. back to the Lord. We got to love them. Because for a while there, our churches kind of got to where we were kind of not touchable, kind of, you know, we're way over here. You guys can't, you know, come near us yeah. or whatever. I think it's time that we show the community that we love them, that we are touchable, that we are wanting to hug, you know, things like that. And we can do that through these community outreach. Absolutely. And, stuff. and the thing about it, all these churches are they're, they're focusing on being individual churches. Mm -hmm. We got to come together as That's the right. church. That's right. As the body of Christ. That's right. Not as a church, but as a body. That's right. Of Christ and function the way a body's supposed to function. That's right. We got to be. We got to be reaching out. We got to be mm -hmm. laying in. We got to be going. Mm -hmm. We got to be talking. We got to be doing all the things that a body does. That's right. Mm -hmm. One See of the thing, a need and feel it. One of the things you said was the kids at the prison were in line for you to minister to them there at the altar. Mm -hmm. And we got to encourage each other and know that uh, there's a revival coming. Yes. And it's going to break. We got to keep on sowing those seeds, like you said. Keep on everywhere we go sowing the seeds. Keep on being creative, whatever. One of the things that I read that's very interesting, before the pandemic, a lot of churches got away from altar calls. It's like it wasn't the thing to do anymore. Yeah. And like they, some people would come to our church and would be like, wow, you guys are still doing altar calls? Wow, I hadn't seen one of those in a long time. Because it just, it just wasn't done anymore. We've kept it going. One of the things that I read here recently is that now all of a sudden, after the pandemic, this generation now is desiring altar time and ministry time. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that is just crazy to me how now it's shifting back. We know how to do that. Yeah. I know how to do that. I yeah. know how to flow in that. So yeah. pastors, youth pastors, pastors all across that are listening or watching this, man, keep up uh, uh, doing what you're doing. Keep preaching. Keep believing God. Keep reaching out. Keep being creative because this thing is turning around. And don't, get, don't give up doing what, what God has called you to do. And uh, I think we need to get aggressive when it comes to ministry time on that altar and not be afraid. I think Absolutely. COVID tried to steal that from us. Yes. You know, don't touch nobody. Don't get near nobody. And I understand, you know, there was a lot of sickness going on. But I think the enemy tried to use that to keep us from laying hands and the seeing miracles. The spirit of fear. That's right. It just ushered in the spirit of fear. That's right. And that's, that's coming against the church trying to stagnate us, stop us. 
That's right. But we got to press through this thing. That's right. God didn't give us that spirit. That's right. He gave us power, love, and a sound mind. That's right. So we need to use those things. Yes, sir. That he has in this hour. Yes, sir. And, and it's no time to wait. Yes, sir. We got to do it now. Now is the point in time. That's right. The darker it gets, the brighter we're supposed to shine. There you go. So we need to come on. That's right. Pastor Kerry, we've got about five minutes, man. I don't know if there's any more questions <laughs> yeah, you have for, so, for, for Coach so Carter. So there's one thing that, that it's, it's, man, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be the elephant in the room. So as a coach, I'm glad you're here because I want to talk to the coach, pastor, pastor coach, okay? <laughs> you know, one of the things that I have noticed, and I'm, I was an athlete growing up. Athletics is strong in my family mm. gene. Pops played college ball. Mom was an all-state track runner. Wow. Both my brothers played college football. My sister wow. was a college cheerleader. So athletics, I get. It runs in my family, and it's strong. One of the things that I'm pretty sure you've seen, too, is how – and it's not just athletics, mm -hmm. okay? I don't want to just specifically call out athletes. But one of the things that I have noticed, we have noticed, is how – athletics is starting to become a distraction to our kids in a sense to where I love this quote right here it says if I teach my kids to keep their eye on the ball but not Jesus I have failed mm. right I love it and so mm. I think one thing that I struggled with as a teenager okay just being open honest and transparent I didn't know how to be a Christian and an athlete I thought they were two separate things as a teenager I thought if I was an athlete, I couldn't be a Christian. Or if I thought I was a Christian, I couldn't play sports, right? And what I wish I could do, I wish I could go back and tell 15-year-old Carrie was, hey, man, it's okay to play sports. Just make sure you give God glory in all that you do. In all that you do. You know, I'm reminded of that verse, Colossians 3.23, when Paul says, whatever you do, do it with all your heart as if you were doing it for the Lord, to the Lord. and not for man. Exactly. And so I just want to hear, you know, your thoughts on that like because you use sports as a platform to to reach your kids to develop discipline in your kids things like that and um i just want to kind of hear what your thoughts were you know on that because let's be honest man every parent thinks their kids going pro <laughs> right every, and, and you know what i think it's cool right that you believe in your kid that way yeah i, I i'm all for you know encouraging kids to do that but um, but it, but it's just the reality of it. Exactly. So because of it, you'll see kids miss Wednesdays, Sundays. They haven't been to church in months, right? Mm -hmm. And so you kind of see their relationship with God become strongly disconnected. Yeah. Right. And and it's just one of those things. Like as a as someone who is a pastor and a coach, I just would love to hear what your thoughts are on well, that. Well, first of all, I tell my athletes that the skills and the ability that you have came from God. There you go. And you That's need good. to offer it back up unto God. That's good. You need to give that to God. And God, let God do with it what he wants to do with it. Right. You know, a lot of you guys, a lot of the athletes, they'll get out there and perform and do their best and work hard, leave God out of it. Mm -hmm. Then they become injured. Mm. So what the plan that you have has stopped. Right. Now what are you going to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if you put give it to God, even if you become injured, he's a healer. There you go. There you go. The plan he has for you will prevail. There you go. And you got to follow him. Yeah. You got to follow him. I, I have my kids pray before the game. Uh -huh. I have them pray after the game. 
we come together, her loving on each other as brothers, we'll pray before the game, we'll pray after the game. You know, even though some of them may be uh, in the church, some of them may not, but when we come together, we include them. Right. Mm. And that kind of gets them to say, man, maybe I, I want to go to church too, you know? Because mm. they can feel each other's spirit. You can feel yeah. the concern. You can feel the love amongst each other when you put Jesus in the midst. That's right. And so that brings a camaraderie. Camaraderie. Uh, camaraderie. Gotcha. camaraderie. And, and, and we all say, you know, as they chant and get ready to release, it's like one, two, three, family. Right. Mm. We're family. That's right. And we love them. We watch out for each other, you know, and we make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to do in class. You're doing what you're supposed to do in the hallway. You're always doing the right thing. Mm. We kind of encourage each other to do that for each other when you become part of the team. Mm -hmm. So as far as athletics go, if God is not included in it, we have FCA, mm -hmm. Fellowship of Christian Athletes. We have also videos we show them called Two Words. I mean, different things like that to get them focused on the right things That's right. and the God thing. Right. Mm -hmm. and, when, and when we can instill that in each and every one of them, we know we got something great mm -hmm. happening here. Mm -hmm. So that's right. that's, that's, wow. if it's not God, I'm not pleased. Right. And one more thing, Coach, before we, before we close out today, what would you tell the parents? Oh, my God. Man, these are some tough questions he put a coach and pastor on, man. I'm going to let you talk oh to him after God. we're done. Here. I would tell each and every parent that that child you have was a gift from God. Uh -huh. mm, it good, was man. a gift. Yeah. He formed him or her in the mother's womb. Right. She's one, he or her is wonderfully and perfectly made. Right. Don't let it get distorted. Don't let it get tangled. You know, don't let it get messed up. Mm. Because he entrusted you with this child. Wow. There you go. To raise that child up in the way he should go. Mm. So he would be with the Lord. The scripture, I think I wrote it here. It's in Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9. It says, and these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children mm -hmm. and shall talk to them when you sit in the houses, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise, you shall bind them on the signs mm -hmm. of your hand. They shall be your frontlet between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorpost of your house and your gate. Mm -hmm. That's what I tell the parents they need to do. Mm -hmm. That's right. You need to teach these kids diligently the word of God mm -hmm. so they can honor you and have good success and long life. That's right. That's what they got to do. That's yeah. right. They got to teach these kids how to honor. Yeah. Hmm. Honor. Stuff. So they'll have a long life. Praise and God. And good success. That's right. Praise God. Well, man, we've enjoyed uh, these two segments. I'm sure in the future we'll get on some other topics or whatever. We'll be giving you a call so you can jump okay. on with us and things Amen. like that. It was a pleasure meeting you, getting to talk with you. And uh, uh, once again, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to this podcast. If it was a blessing to you, uh, let us know. Let us hear from where you're watching us from and, and how it's been a blessing. We'd love to hear from you. And once again, if you're in the Lubbock area, hey, man, we'd love to see you come by and visit us sometime. Pastor Kerry, I'll let you uh, – 
get us out of here, man. Yeah, so thank you all again so much. Coach, thank you so much for thank hanging out with us, man. Thank you guys for inviting man. me. We appreciate you so much, man, and thank you for your wisdom and, and your input on what we talked about today, man, seriously. And you know what? Continue doing the good job, man. Amen. Thank you for working diligently with kids over the years because today's generation needs it. Amen. And so thank you so much. Um, again, thank you so much for tuning into the New Life Podcast. Again, you can check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Minnesota Suma Vida, or MNV Lubbock. You can check us out also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, New Life Podcasts, and you can catch all the links on our Facebook pa- on our Facebook page. Excuse me, Minnesota Suma Vida. Until next time, guys. Thank y'all so much. God bless. Okay.